0: three five one zero three zero zero and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casual and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Network, Radio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting
3: changes everything. Enter to win a free cruise for two. Onboard the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of
2: concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities.
0: It's 90210MG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling.
4: Hi
3: everybody. We are here with another episode of 90210MG and uh, yeah, Tori is still out. I, I, I don't want to like sugarcoat it. I know everybody's missing her. I'm missing her so much, But she's coming back. Me too, me too. I promise, promise. She's coming back. We're just having some crazy scheduling issues. She's going to explain it all when she comes back. But we definitely have ourselves covered today. We have Amy Sugarman with us. And we're joined once again by David Lasher, who has uh, graciously uh, told us that he would fill in for Tori today. So thanks,
5: David. Yes, happy to be here. Thanks.
3: Hi. Last time you were with us. W- was like a year ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Remember? Yeah. The summer uh, the summer episode that we did. Oh, our big beach
3: episode. Yes.
5: Yes. Kyle and Kelly. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. But you're back now and you're helping me and you watched the episode this week. So we're really excited.
4: How many to did you do, David? How many, 90- How many 90210s did you do?
5: I think it was three episodes and they all had you know they were all really meaningful I, you know it, 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 a, having re-watched them i can't believe how bold and uh you know courageous those three episodes were
3: i felt like okay so I, they've asked you back for this episode right and you're you're like yes cool but honestly they underused you they didn't give yes. you the character of kyle anything to do
5: yeah well kyle had you know the The first episode, as we spoke about, was, uh, you know, a very, you know, a kind of groundbreaking episode Mm -hmm. about sexual orientation Mm -hmm. and a high school kid coming out to, uh, you know, a very close friend. Uh, and, And then the next episode, I was using steroids on the football team and Brandon exposed our use of, you know, illegal steroids. And then this one was, I mean, we'll get into it, but like serious racial issues yeah. um so i don't know maybe they ran out of <laughs> heavy topics but uh,
1: <laughs> have you
3: back. And i just yeah. wanted I your i good. just wanted your character to like do more be say more do more like in the episode it was so packed with brandon and the newspaper and the dance and the yeah, kids and everything but
5: yeah no i i yeah i i i looking back i don't remember that episode so much because i probably didn't i didn't have that much to do mm-hmm. but i I remember, you know, all you, working with you guys and Michael Cudlitz and I the know, football guys. Isn't that wild that Michael Cudlitz is
4: is just like a jock in this? Like, yeah, just it's like
3: super cool that player. like you guys are. It's like you guys are part of the group now, kind of like just like part of the football team. Is the the guys hanging out? You know, I like that.
5: Yeah, those are my boys, and it wasn't Michael like uh, in production design. And yes, then, mm-hmm.
3: Michael Cutlets. That's a great story. Was our uh, construction. He was yeah. in, our, in our construction department. So he built sets for the first season, two seasons, whenever he started. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he was acting on the show. Yeah. We were like, wait, what are you, why are you in here? What are you doing on the set?
5: Yeah. And then he did The Walking Dead. And now he's a big like, star.
3: <laughs> Go incredible. figure. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the episode, I just want to, kind of catch up with you like what's been going on in the last year with you what have we, what have we missed
5: um i guess first and foremost most recently we've been having a, a great time with my my family my kids uh i have a, a freshman in college who came and met us in colorado last week for spring break and we had a week of skiing oh, love it yeah and there you know my son's a junior and he's uh captain of his varsity basketball team and, you know, studying for ACTs and we're looking at colleges. And then I have a 12 year old Chelsea, who's a little TikTok star and (laughs) soccer player. Um, And uh, we just had such a great week skiing because they're old enough to ski with us now. You know, I'm not like carrying three sets of skis, begging them to go to ski school, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm.
3: Um, Yeah, I've been there. Skiing with little kids is a lot of work.
5: A lot, but it's when, when they get older and they can do it, it's like, it all paid off. Yeah, It's like, Uh, Hey, I, I
3: have a ski buddy. I have, uh, these are my friends, not my kids anymore. It's so fun.
5: How old are your kids?
3: Uh, okay. My youngest is almost 16. My middle one is 19 and my oldest one is almost 25.
5: Wow. Okay. So, you know, I, I, listen, I enjoyed all the stages of my kids' lives, but, uh, now it's just so much fun that they're like these grown people that are now friends and people that I respect and enjoy. It's, it's really cool. Um, And then, yeah, I've been doing a lot of podcasts. I did uh, this forward filmmaker podcast for a distributor of a movie that I have on Apple TV called sister with this great actress, uh, Grace Kaufman. Uh, who is also starring in a 24 and Apple's new movie called the sky is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so we released right after that to try and capture some of that audience. And she's just one of the best actresses I've ever worked with. Um, and then I just, uh, I just finished the last rewrite on a screenplay that I have with, uh, with Tribeca films and, um, I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that yet because we haven't finalized anything. But Jane Rosenthal and, and Tribeca uh, really championed this last uh, script, that I, the, the last film I did called Sister. We premiered at Tribeca. And uh, so they're very interested in this new screenplay. And I, it's been a number of years because uh, I promised myself I'm not going to do another film unless it's something I'm dying to do. That I think people need to see because it does takes like two years of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, finishing a piece of writing is really satisfying. Yeah. I'm really happy with it.
3: What an accomplishment! I mean, that's that's really admirable.
5: Yeah, we'll see if it gets made. I've <laughs> I've it, written a mean, bunch even of if it m-
3: doesn't get made. Like just finishing a script, finishing a book, finishing something like that is such a huge undertaking. <laughs>
5: Yeah. I was like, I didn't know what to do with myself when I finally submitted it to them. I'm like, wow, there's nothing else I can do. That's either, it's either going to get made or it's not, it's now it's out of my control, but. Well,
3: fingers crossed. We're sending all the good 902 and OMG vibes to you on that. Thank you. Okay. Should we get into the episode, you guys?
4: Yeah. Jenny, you want to, you want to, will you read us what this? Okay. Ready everybody?
3: This is Season 3, Episode 10, Home and Away. It aired on October 7, 1992. The synopsis. After two students are shot at Shaw High School's football game, the West Beverly School Board cancels their upcoming football game. Brenda holds band auditions and selects David's band to perform at the dance. Brandon (laughs) and Jordan Bonner, band... Together to publish an editorial inviting Shaw students to attend West Beverly's dance, Kelly makes plans to meet up with her father. Directed by Jack Bender, written by Chip
4: Johansson. My favorite thing about 90210, literally, is that we can have this very serious, very of the time, heavy story going. While simultaneously we have... The cheesiest, whack like Sue Scanlon, like just being nuts. David, David singing again. David dancing and singing, and then the drama of Kelly's dad. It's like, whoa! It's a lot going on
3: in this episode. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Like, what do we? How do we even begin? I mean, okay, I'm gonna just jump right in. The beginning was unlike something we've ever seen on the show It was different with the whole band, the marching band and the, uh, the, that was before the credits. It was just very different. And then straight into the voiceover of Brandon, which the show has never done that kind of device that of using that voiceover. And it was like, wait, what's happening? I I don't know if I like this, but I ended up kind of liking it. I gotta be honest.
4: Yeah. What did you think of that, David? It was an interesting device. And we sort of had like a little bit of a we went back in time and then it was current. Like it was a little, whoa, this is different.
5: Yeah, I I, I didn't realize they had never used voiceover, but I, I thought uh, getting inside Brandon's head mm-hmm. for his motivations and what he was trying to accomplish was very effective.
3: Here's my question about that, because, you know, from your experience, probably that. A lot of times filmmakers will, producers, whoever, directors will use that voiceover device as a, as a fix because the episode isn't coming together. It's not understandable. The audience is, it's not getting it. So they decide, okay, let's go and lay in some voiceover to sort of explain what's happening as it's happening. And it happens all the time. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's in, you know, it's like the premise of the show. But this was just so out of context for our show that I was curious, like maybe that was the reason they decided to do that voiceover.
5: I, I It sounded like it was part of the original uh, teleplay or screenplay. Yeah, it was it, like the
4: narrative of this is all about Brandon retelling this story, catching us up on sort of what was happening. And then the blaze becoming such an important part of it. And then Jordan also writing his thing. And that was all part of this like master plan they had.
1: Mm -hmm. I
3: I mean, I appreciated the storyline for sure and the importance of it. And especially being on the heels of the riots and all the Rodney King stuff that happened in the nineties.
4: Yeah. And that was just a few months earlier. It was really timely. Mm -hmm. Like this was October and that had been happening in April, May.
3: So I wonder if the, you know, producers and writers were like, we need to really address this. We can't just not talk about this, all this tension that's going on in the city.
4: And that's why this episode came in. Yeah. David, do you remember it all? Or like when you, when they brought you back, do you remember them discussing anything about like, this is a very serious episode? (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> well, like I said, my previous two episodes were also very heavy issues. So I just thought, wow, these writers are they're going for it. They're, You know, uh, you guys had a huge platform, first yeah. of all, right? So uh, you're filming in a city that I, I had just moved here. I remember the riots. I mean, it, it was insane. Um, so to do a show that takes place in L.A., films in L.A., and just ignore it would have been... Uh, not, not irresponsible, but just kind of strange.
4: Yeah. So uh,
5: they, they, they went for it here on this one.
4: It felt oddly or oddly is not the right word. Sad how also we're still dealing with school shootings and issues. Very similar to this. So I was like, wow, if you removed sort of the nine Oh two one Oh of it, like just the, the, you know, the clothes, the, the cheesy parts. The episode could have been on any show today. Like this is such a this is such a topic that is completely in the news and something everyone's discussing on a regular basis. So I thought, wow, they really did have some sort of a crystal ball or knew like these issues are always going to be relevant.
5: Unfortunately, yes, yeah. sad. Yeah, sad that we haven't progressed. <laughs> too much.
3: I mean, I guess at first when I saw it, I kind of felt like the school board or Mrs. Teasley, the whole big meeting about canceling the Mm -hmm. game, canceling the dance. At first I was like, wait, what, why are they doing that? That seems so not okay to do. And, uh, but I guess I get it. I mean, I would be afraid too. like, if I, I wouldn't want to be responsible for sending you know, the school, the kids into a dangerous environment, but then they did say that it wasn't, it wasn't the Shaw kids that the the incident was caused by. It was the other school that came in. So I also kind of was like, why are they pinning it on
4: Shaw when it just happened there? You know what I think is so fascinating is after watching it, I was like, oh, this is, and I'm just going to say it like, this is going to be hard to talk about. And it's like, that's pretty something that an episode from 30 years ago is, is challenging to navigate properly for us 30 years later, because mm-hmm. it's like, I literally was like, how am I going to do this? Because I also want to talk about the goofy parts <laughs> of the episode. I know, And right? it seems insensitive to the seriousness of the A storyline. And it's like, wow, like I'm having the same conversations that I have. How do we navigate current news stories Today, about a show from 30 years ago. I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I don't want to like mess this up. And I need to like do my research and handle this properly. And it's like, this from 30 years ago, and it's 90210. What? Like, it's- did you yeah, guys the, with that the the at l- all? Like-
5: still very relevant issues. But I think Brandon's um, solution is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yes, there's risk involved in bringing the groups together. But what what other choice do we have except stay divided or come together at a dance and and try and find common ground, right? Yeah, I was really
3: tense when well first of all I was a little lost like I kept getting a little lost in yes. the story with the newspaper and the articles and the and the I I did. I and I was I was grateful for the voiceover because I didn't really I understand. literally agree
4: with you Jenny. I wrote down somewhere I'm not sure I'm getting what's happening. Yeah. like and then I felt like, wait, why am I not understanding an
3: episode I don't know what else?
4: <laughs> Something's wrong with me. I literally was like, why am I not following? It's a little convoluted with like, mm-hmm. it was going to be this over because then it's this over because then it's this episode. Yeah. And I was, I was like, like,
3: wait, who's writing what? And who cares? I don't even care about the newspaper. <laughs> 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 but I, I did focus on Brandon's beautiful eyebrows. I mean, they, we can't do this podcast yeah. and not talk about stuff like that. Guys, he, his eyebrows are so
4: expressive. Did you guys ever notice the way they're like? He looked great typing because they kind of, first of all, can we please talk about the computer? The computer was like, amazing.
5: oh, my God, I did notice that. He my looked gosh so
4: uncomfortable and so like bizarre. Like he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like there was a computer. It was the old Apple IIe or something like that. Like yeah. I remember having that. It old... dates
5: the episode for sure. Totally,
4: you know, like, But then they shot it so you could see his like, Looking like a babe reflection. I saw that shot. That was a great shot. No, they did Into that twice. The they, it was so good.
3: They used it twice. <laughs> but it was, it, there are so many fun things to talk about in this episode, other than me being confused a little bit by the storyline. Uh, there was just, yeah,
4: it was tricky. And they were navigating this heavy thing while we're literally with the, some of this other stuff. Like, what dance were you guys? T-
3: <laughs> okay we're not but there what was yet that, like we the cannot
4: we're not jumping to the end i'm sorry we have to save it's not that really yeah that's the piece de resistance like <sighs>
3: yeah I, but I, I will say i was confused as well by what was happening with kelly and dylan because it was as if nothing had happened before it was back yes. to normal dylan's with brenda and kelly's seemingly fine with it and off with her father i just was like, what is? How is this? And then there's a moment where the three of you were dancing oh, the dance. And what? I was like, what? Huh? A three, like a threesome dance? <laughs> I, I noticed
5: that as well. <laughs> the,
3: they're, they're, there's like this, all this tension in the episode before, and the episode
4: before, and the episode before. And I didn't, I was like, how do they? It's like I felt all confused. Yeah. And then there was that beautiful scene at the peach pit between the two of them, where like deep down in my mind, I'm like, they love each other. It was all like Goobly go. Like what?
3: We have so much more to unpack. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me, and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day.
2: This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers, and since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets.
3: I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books
2: has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt,
3: and even grandma. Go to Books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com. Promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all.
2: And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look
3: refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's
2: really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities
3: thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and
2: cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates.
3: I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a
2: wax and blends like a powder.
3: Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look
2: with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at ThriveCosmetics.com slash 90210.
3: That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily
2: restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux. XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist,
3: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's
2: Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210.
0: I love that we
4: always notice the same depiction.
5: like what? Yeah. When Luke pulls both of you in together, I was like, this guy wants both of them.
4: I mean,
3: am I am I, <laughs> I, mean, am I mistaken? Or is there still is there something going on with Bryn? I mean with Dylan and Kelly. Or am I, did I smoke
4: too much no, last night? Wait, what happened? I'm so confused. Correct. We have not resolved that. No, like right. It's oh, and it's Coming. Gonna... The big, the big thing is coming. So that's why it was so that threesome dance. I was like, what? Yeah. And even when he goes to
3: uh, the peach pit and finds poor little Kelly there drowning in her tears, uh, I was still, I was like, what? I don't, I don't know where these two characters are. I like that they're still friends like this and they're still there for each other on this little deep mm-hmm. level of understanding, but I was very confused. I felt like it wasn't yeah, like, consistent. I felt like I didn't know. Like, I felt like that storyline was kind of dropped.
4: Yeah. David, I'm so curious. When you did this episode, do you remember, like, how big 902 had gotten now? Like, and how major it was and how Kelly Dylan, Brenda Dylan, was such a thing.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think I talked about it uh, when we did our, uh, the first episode I did was that summer where the show really blew up and I had just moved to LA and, you know, I, I had told you guys, I, I was pretty good friends with Luke at the time. And uh, I remember driving to those beach episodes down PCH to go work with like, you know, mm-hmm. the big, you know, mm-hmm. on the biggest show in the world at the time. And I just remember feeling like the magic of California, you know, when you first moved there and you got and working on the show and, you know, Jenny certainly looked a part of like the California girl. And um, it was magical. It was definitely a magical time. And then I remember going to those warehouses to shoot the interiors. I was like, what the hell is this? No, no difference. <laughs> this isn't glamorous. <laughs> Wait, why aren't we on Disney Lot or Warner Brothers?
3: I was just driving down PCH uh, two days ago and I was driving right by where the beach club was and I couldn't find it. I was looking like, I thought, I wondered, has it been torn down and rebuilt?
5: I I think it was called back at the beach. I think it's still there.
3: still there. It's so magical right there. Like when you do drive Mm -hmm. that, that mile right there, I just get flooded with like nineties memories. Yeah,
5: me too.
4: So should we dig in? Okay. So we're jumping around a little bit, but let's talk about Kelly and her dad. Okay. Okay. And I thought, okay, there's a couple of things I want to ask you about. One is obviously I did love the scene in the peach pit. And I thought, Oh, when Dylan says she's Kelly says, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Mm -hmm. And, and Dylan says, nobody does. And it's just like,
1: Oh, like, Mm -hmm.
4: that's why we all fell in love with him so much. He was almost like, like he's so hot and sexy, and then just so wise. That you're just, yeah, so deep.
3: Yeah. Well, one of we my get a little, too.
4: we get that peak into where you say, like, I would have, I went with Cliff Berman in his pool house and got high for three days, and my mom was coked up. And I'm like, whoa. Woo. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, well, wow. people are dealing with stuff.
3: <laughs> she was a hot mess. She was a mess. That was one of my, Watching that scene back, I remember filming that and I remember preparing for that scene and like getting to that place where Kelly had to be for that scene. And that line was so like impactful on me just as an actress on the, you know, just feeling so much like empathy and for this character and loving her so much and her, her struggle. And I don't know, it just took me right back.
5: Yeah, that yeah. was he- that was heavy stuff. I mean, a father that's missing and and a mother that's coked up. That's I mean, that could play today on like the edgiest shows like Euphoria. You know, yes. back then, it, I I can't believe they wrote that stuff, really.
4: Yeah, that's so interesting you bring that up because yeah. a lot of fans write in and talk about the similarities between 90210 and Euphoria. And it's really true. Like, I, I knew in that moment like oh wow like this character has such a past Mm -hmm. and it's so heavy and she is a completely different person but like oh it all just still is in her it's in there yeah
5: it was a great scene
4: i
3: like that scene too i remember doing it and i remember i remember doing that scene with luke it was a good day
4: yeah. Tell me, tell me more. What do you remember from it? Like, cause he obviously plays such an important part in that scene and it has to be him. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have been anyone else.
3: Yeah. Because he, like I said, they just have a, a deeper understanding of each other and from like childhood and the way they were raised in this environment. It's very similar environments. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time that we see Kelly's troubles with her no show dad?
4: We may have an inkling of it before, but this really, to me, was the most like, oh, wow. Like, this is real effed up, this because situation. He, the dad
3: comes later. Yes. And we yes. do get to know who that is and mm-hmm. kind of flush that out a little bit. But yeah, that scene, like, I just remember, you know, usually when you're doing an emotional scene like that and you're like, trying to get your your bearings about you it, it's like it takes a lot of focus and concentration, and you have to really put yourself in that scenario in your mind. And I just remember every time, because, you know, Luke and I had to do that all the time with storyline mm-hmm. stuff. And I just remember. We goofed around all the time. We joked around all the time. We were always punching each other and tickling each other and laughing and, and kicking people, like you know, like tripping people, like doing jokes all the time. But then when it came to work like that, we would both just really get quiet and and just be there for each other to like really work off of. And I I love that about him, and and it taught me that you know that's that's called you know being a good scene partner you know being mm-hmm. just as in, invested in what the other actor is going through as you know as as he was in that moment it just was so helpful and it really taught me a lot about like professionalism and doing scenes like that you know
4: wow yeah david do you remember about luke like just as a person that he was just oh, that yeah. guy
5: Honestly, when I walked on the set the first day, I pulled up to the beach and I heard him go, you know, Lasher, get over here. And literally walked me through introducing me to everyone like from day one. I, I guess he knew I, I, I had called him that I got the show, but he was like Jenny was saying, just very generous, very uh, grateful and giving and uh yeah, it's it's sad to talk about him. I gotta say, it's like I I honestly can't uh, can't believe that he's gone. But uh, yeah, he was everything Jenny was saying for sure.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think that's why Dylan. There's so much of him in Dylan because just like for me, Dylan is the hero of the group, and just how he, of course it's Dylan, and there he is to save her and in such a, and in such a beautiful way, like he's not just like, you know, like bossy about it or like that guy, he's so
3: tender. Mm -hmm. He like holds her hand through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and I also appreciate the way they are like, they can, even in those, you know, dark, like emotional moments they're still joking with each other and there's still that little Mm -hmm. glimmer of like flirtation and Mm -hmm. only you understand me the way i understand you you know
4: yeah is it hard to do that scene in the peach pit though it's such like a it's such an emotional scene and then like they're in like a hamburger joint but (laughs) well i
3: think it was a slow night it was a slow night at the peach pit so a lot of people were in there crying
4: over their french fries can we go backwards and talk about Sue Scanlon? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's like they were trying super hard. So David, okay. So we have learned, and I don't know if you knew about this, but the the rumor, the something is that the, as these main kids were supposed to be going off to college, there was the idea that the Nikki character and the Sue Scanlon character and Brian Austin Green would continue at really would be the stars of the show.
5: Oh my God, that would have been a disaster. <laughs> Sorry, no offense oh, to anyone else. David's
4: not in favor of that. Wow
5: well, that girl <laughs> who kept like fawning over Brian, right? It was like,
4: woohoo, woohoo. So I think they were sort of like attempting, I don't know, we're making up, but this is what we kind of <laughs> understand is that they were sort of attempting to grow these characters. And for me, Nikki is really working. Like, she really works, whereas Sue Scanlon's all flirty and handsy and, like, um, so forward. Everything about it, her clothes, her makeup, it just, the the whole
3: character was like, you don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're (laughs) missing.
4: Like, what 15-year-olds, what? First of all, yeah.
3: Well, who says that? But I
4: kind of liked it that she said that, because I was like, (laughs) go girl, know your worth. I like that. (laughs) It's just one of those moments when, you know, like grown adults are writing these things because you're like, no 15 year old has like, like gumption. I don't know. That's a very grandma word, but gumption Gumption. to like be all flirty with David Silver, who we know dates Donna and then like grabbing him in the locker room. Like what? Just the coming up behind
3: him, putting her hands on his shoulders and like rubbing them. I was like, I don't like that. I don't want to see that.
4: Wait, so, okay, I want to know for both of you, when you watch it, it does it take you back to being young or now as parents, do you watch it like, oh God, like if my kid did that, do you know what I mean? Like, do you watch it totally differently now than when you experienced it then?
3: I guess, yeah. I mean, I just watch it so subjectively now as a fan. Like, it, So I'm not really watching it as a parent a lot of the time because- doesn't really strike that chord with me. Resume, uh, but yeah. yeah, but like, I just, uh, I just, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I did see like the, like the scene when um, Kelly and Donna were sitting at the peach pit counter, I think it was. And they're joking about Sue Scanlon and Donna's like, oh, she's totally oh, flirting yeah. with him. I just thought this is a perfect Kelly-Donna moment. Like this is yeah. these two girls just being, you know, girls and their chemistry is so great. And you could,
4: I could just feel that friendship and it made me miss
3: Tori. I miss her. I want her to yeah, come back. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. They do feel authentic. Mm-hmm. We, so David, when you're watching it back last night, like when you're not in the specifics of it, just like as a whole, what kind of like takeaway do you get re-watching it?
5: I, I get really nostalgic. Uh, it takes me right back to that time period Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm you know 23 again when I'm watching it but then I'm also appreciating uh what the show was and what it had to offer and how like we talked about how bold the writing was Mm the between the cast you know Luke and Jenny in that scene I was like whoa this is you know whatever happened with their relationship their connections between their family issues Mm -hmm. and their their issues with their father's was more important than any, you know, sexual whatever was going on, and, and like it was just re- I, I I was able to really appreciate the show and understand as an adult why it wasn't just, uh, I don't know what was the show at the time, like why why it wasn't Saved by the Bell, and why right why right it was, right, uh, you know what it became. It was really mm-hmm. freaking good.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, you gave me goosebumps because it's so true. I mean that. Honestly, I feel like that. Sh- while the show was like a, a huge success worldwide, wide instant fame, instant like we like it, the show went viral before there was a viral. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know how it spread so quickly to what it to what it did, but like I also over the years have often thought it was overlooked. It was a show, the first mm. show of its kind in the nineties. Um, then after that came, you know, party of five and then right. Felicity, all the shows that were sort of in that same vein. And I remember, you know, people were getting, um, n- noticed or recognized for their work or the show was being, their shows were being like, uh, recognized, you know, in, in awards and whatever, and all that things. And, and, and actors were being given, uh, parts in other movies. It just felt mm. like. Oftentimes, I felt like the sh- the the show as a whole and the actors on the show were sort of well, not just stereotyped or pigeonholed, but just like overlooked, and, and it was like in this weird time warp bubble that was on its own, like you, it wasn't it wasn't a part of the rest of the industry.
4: Yeah, yeah, it, it sort of was always put in that lane with the soapy Melrose Placey things. Mm -hmm. And I think Aaron Spelling, I mean, I don't want to speak out of school, but his shows were that Mm -hmm. dynasty and or the love boat, like they were never the Emmy winning, Mm -hmm. you know, those shows. And so even though 90210 may have been more over on another side, it did get looped in as like, it's a soap opera, Mm It's a nighttime, it's a primetime soap. And you're like, I don't know if it is. It has those elements, but then it has all these other things too.
3: Yeah, because the writers were doing some great work. The directors were doing great work. The actors were doing great work. And it just was kind of overlooked at times.
5: Yeah, but I don't think, I mean, awards are nice, but uh, the show was appreciated by Mm -hmm. the entire world. And, and, And because it was so good, not just, for the soapy aspect of it you know and party of five and felicity you know they bordered on serious melodrama in my yeah. opinion you know and i love them i i worked with scott on white squall he's a great actor but um i think you know jenny looking back on it you can see how good the work was you know
3: mm-hmm. yeah there was a lot of good components going on for sure one of them was not uh <laughs> the I love- dancing though <laughs>
4: that's say it's like i think one of the things is like when it hits its moment, like in a Kelly Dylan scene, Mike, it's yeah. just sprinkled with cheese right in the next minute. Like you're like, <laughs> wait, wow, what? Whoa. And then you ask the pig skin prom. And then
3: you recognize like how much it annoys me that Andrea calls Brandon Ace every five minutes. <sighs> I just want to stop saying ace, please. I just
4: feel so bad for her with the outfits. Like they oh, literally the blazers, put her in the blazers, a green blazer, I'm like double breast. Kelly's literally wearing up. a halter top jumpsuit and Andrea's in like blazer.
3: Or the fact that Jordan, the character of Jordan, who was so well acted by Michael Rollins, mm-hmm. but clearly way too old to be a high school student. <laughs> There's no way that guy was in high school. <laughs>
4: and they oh, and Luke in- wasn't? Yes. <laughs> but I don't know I am I
5: <laughs> suspend your disbelief you
4: are yeah. much closer wait so at the time you were like 23 you said David
5: um yeah I was born in 72 so but I, I don't know we we were I think I started we shot him 93 94 so yeah I was like 21 22 years old
3: when's your birthday yeah so David? you guys
5: are close in age right yeah.
3: we're all close in age when is, when is your birthday
5: uh this month April 27th I turned uh... 50
3: I'm April 2, April 3rd. I just turned
5: 50,
4: David. Shh, don't oh tell my anyone. god, happy
5: birthday. Thank happy you. Happy birthday too. to you both.
4: Thank you. How does it feel? How does I just just say it? How does 50 feel I'm knocking on <laughs> knocking on the door? It
3: feels Did it weird you uh, out. It feels amazing. Uh now that I'm I'm I am 50, like the lead up to 50, the, the week right before, man, I was getting some head trips happening. Like yeah. there's a lot of stuff happening in this brain of mine and but now that I'm here, I'm like, oh, all right. I kinda like this. Like making I, I I I see a new um chapter presenting itself and that's exciting for the first time in a while.
4: Oh, I like it. Wait, David, are you weirded out or is a guy like less weirded out? I don't know. I don't want to make it girl guy, but you know
5: I will. No, I feel I feel a lot like Jenny said. The lead up to it, you know, my wife's planning <laughs> Shh, a big party. Don't let her hear you. This- <laughs> I don't want any, any of it. Of it. <laughs> me either. I want to turn 50 and then look back and go, oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. And be where Jenny is. Where Nobody like, really noticed.
3: Yeah. My daughters threw a big party for me too, and I was
5: dreading it. Yeah. How and was it? Showing me like uh logos for the hat last night. I was oh like, no. Yeah. Whoa, well, there's <laughs> gonna be
4: hats <laughs> making you like vomit oh, inside. You're like, oh it, god.
5: The logo says uh 50. and then dot 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 on the DL (laughs) my friends call me DL it's it's exactly what you said the lead up though the the lead up messes with your head
3: it does well at least you have a nice wife that's making you a hat
5: (laughs) she is she's the best (laughs) good intentions well you need to send us the
4: hat by the way
5: okay you got it
4: (laughs) okay so back to it okay so We'll still save the dance for the end. You know, I always love when there's a good mention of an LA thing. So this had a nice Spago mention, which I thought was great. And I, and you know, the takeaway was supposed to be like, look at these Beverly Hills kids talking about Spago and this when like literally at a school down the road, two teenagers were just shot. And it's like, we are supposed to really be clear on like,
1: Mm -hmm.
4: come on West Beverly, get it together. There's a real world happening.
3: Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day
2: this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets.
3: I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys.
2: Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to
3: thank your mom. Order your Books now. And
2: with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even
3: grandma. Go to Books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210.
2: Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s
3: cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring
2: Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B.
3: Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV, VJ's Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for non-stop 90s action. The 90s Cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com
2: slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two.
0: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
5: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?
3: What about the moment when um, Brandon's paper comes out or the article comes out and he's standing in the (laughs) hallway and uh, they cut away to each different group of people saying, Brandon, Brandon, (gasps) Brandon. They're so mad. It cracked
4: me up so hard. That wouldn't every no one would be mad. They'd be like, cool, we're gonna have more kids here. Like, sounds great. We're sick of all the boys here. Let's have more choices. Like, no kid is like, "Eh, Steve was really upset. Brenda was pissed. Donna was terrified.
5: That was a real soapy moment. That could have been like a general hospital. Exactly. Brandon, zoom in. <laughs> Brandon, zoom in.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh,
4: man. That was over the top, too. And it's like, Mrs. you know, Mrs. Teasley really had a lot of action in this episode, more than she normally She had
3: a lot of action, but she didn't do what I wanted her to. She didn't say no, the things I wanted her to say. She didn't take the stance that I wanted her to take. It felt weird. Yeah. It felt weird. It felt weird.
4: It felt weird. It felt, it felt glossed very over dated, too. There was some elements where you're like, mm, really, teachers, I don't think you're going to be handling it this way. And yeah, like Gil, Gil, I, I,
5: was she on Gil? Who is can I bring up a line that that what is it? The editor of the paper? That guy's a teacher, right?
4: That guy's a teacher. Yeah, he's a tool. Him Gil. He's a tool. He has a line. Sorry, he has no a line. offense. You can edit
5: this out if, if my take on no, it. No,
4: I know what you're going to say and I agree. Give it.
5: He said that he's hosting the dance yep. because I'm a sucker for, for <laughs> girls in party shoes. It was so
3: bad. you okay. referring
5: to underage students, right? It's so yeah.
3: disturbing on so many levels. So Not just bad. the underage student weirdness <laughs> of it, but the choice of being into
4: party shoes. It was like it was of the all of the things. Like, why the shoes? was what I was curious about. Is that not the classic, that did not age well. <laughs> like,
5: that was like... can say that now, no.
4: What? I'm
3: surprised yeah, that I'm he said he that. that. Knowing, having had him on the show before and talked about this, I'm surprised that he said that. Because he was well, super cautious with that, with what he was willing to do with that character, he, he said, and what they wanted him yeah. to do. But that
4: line was, yeah, stand out. Well, just moment. wait, Jenny, because they're just wait. There's a little something coming that I think explains why they sprinkled these lines in and it will resolve mm-hmm. itself. But. I
3: feel like they're laying the, the groundwork for something bigger.
4: Yes. Yes. Cause that was awkward.
5: So awkward. And
4: you mm-hmm. don't call a teacher Gil. Like, I don't even know. I don't think that's allowed. Like he always says it, but they really do. It's just weird. And then I also thought no teacher is going to cover for a student, like if it really was as sort of dramatic that Brandon went rogue and put this article in the paper, like the teacher is not going to cover for him. The teacher would say like, Hey, let's, I don't think he should be expelled or suspended, but yeah, he went rogue and put this, they blame it on the computer. Yeah, but, like and he's also not like,
3: going to be like, Oh, cool. Then I'll just peel out now early. <laughs> like he's going to stay until the article's done. Proof it, put it in the, like, <laughs> what kind of teacher is he?
5: The kind yeah. that likes girls in party, party shoes. Party
4: shoes, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm I, I gotta go. So with... what did you think about Mr. and Mrs. Walsh and how they were handling the situation? <sighs> I, did, they, did they do anything? Did they? They just were like worried. Mm-hmm. That was pretty normal, I guess. It was a little.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would <sighs> personally be very worried if my kids were due to go to the scene of a crime like that and be in the same exact, you know, seats and the same experience as what had just happened. I would be way more concerned than old Jim and Cindy were.
4: (laughs) You know what I will point out though, again, with Dylan being, they always write for, for that character, like I said before, the hero, because he's the one who acknowledges the, uh, article being spot on. Like he said, you know, he Mm -hmm. said something like it, it it was the right take and this is the right thing. And he says that to, I think Brenda, when they're all freaking out, like, I think she called Brandon a heinous traitor. And he's like, "Mm, did you read the article? Because it's spot on. Like, He's always that wise soul.
3: Mm-hmm. That's Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I would like to go forward now to the dance. Cause I we need to talk about that. Um, starting with the mic check moment. Did <laughs> you guys appreciate that as much as I did? You guys. You guys. And David is doing his mic check and he's like, It was Mickey, Mickey, Mike, 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 Mickey, Mike, Mike. Mic, mic. I gotta check, check, check it in, my, my mic. Like, Uh, I couldn't stop. I want to, I want to, I want to mic, mic, (laughs) mic, check, check, check my mic, check my mic. (laughs) Now from now, moving forward, that's the only way I'm going to be able to check my mics.
4: Oh my God. It was like (laughs) So good. And just his dancing and just everything about it. He has that sort of Brian Austin Green move he does. I can't do it. Like Like, how that guy got booted early on Dancing with the Stars. I will never know because- he actually
3: got he some didn't. natural flow there. He had some, some genuine like groove in his step. It was uh-huh. natural. Yeah. I think with, when he was at Dancing with the Stars, I think it was too like, you know, regiment, like yeah. step by step. And it, he felt a little, I don't even know. I haven't talked to him, but from watching it, I only watched one of his yeah. dances, but it felt like he was too constrained and too like nervous and under the gun of like doing the steps exactly right. Because he's more of like a free form kind of, you know dancer like I want to see him on in that environment I want to see him dancing love like that Steve.
4: now keep playing keep playing David like if that was where it got to kind of and OE like music will save the day like- yeah
5: music will bring them <laughs> together watch
4: and it does and then Nikki see Nikki out of nowhere I'll solve it like wanna dance oh Although no but before that,
3: that she's like did you hear her line say guess who's coming to dinner Oh God, that was
4: cringy too. Uh,
5: who was that actress, by the way? Dana Barron.
4: She's from Vacation. Remember I, the original?
5: She's Audrey from Vacation. My goodness,
4: so memorable.
5: Yes. <laughs> it's killing me.
4: Yeah, the guest who's coming to Dinner Line. Like, obviously, I get it, but it was just like yuck. Like, yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, I didn't like but, it, and I didn't know why. The, the movie referencing <laughs> the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guess who's coming to dinner? And it's like, wasn't it Sydney Poitiers? However, you say that? I can't say
3: Poitier.
4: <laughs> and it was just like, oh, come on. That yeah. was hashtag trying too hard. Oh yeah, huh?
3: yeah. And then she and then and then what happens? The Shaw kids come into the dance. Everybody's so scared. Security's on alert. And the, those kids did the unimaginable. They danced to David Silver's music. Never saw that coming. <laughs> Was that the
4: electric slide? What dance was
3: that?
5: Right, that that, that it, it was pretty was.
4: iconic.
3: Okay, go. Let's take. let go back to that moment in time because <laughs> I remember this scene. I remember. I remember Brenda's outfit with the boots and the white dress. Oh, I wrote down. Those I words. remember Donna's hair and her outfit, yes. and I remember Kelly was kind of like out of place because she was dressed like fancy. And they they had us all pairing off to do that that those dance moves. I'm not good in an aligned dance environment. Like, and so what you saw there with Kelly, like goofing off and being like, I don't know what I'm doing. That was actually you were not the
4: standout bad one for Andrea.
3: Oh yeah. So, sorry, Gab.
4: That she tried so hard.
3: She tried so hard. But Donna oh, and Donna and Brenda were really the stars of the whole <laughs> shuffle uh, line dance there.
4: It was really Tori. Actually, I'm super bummed we don't have Tori. Uh, me too. Because that was really Tori. I
3: really want to talk to her about those dance moves. But before that, she even will. when she starts dancing with the guy, like they bring them out onto the dance floor and she's like, let <laughs> that move. Like, what
5: is that move? Wait, <laughs> <You> Jenny. Guys- <laughs> Jenny, is there anything harder than fake dancing to some playback? No. Was everybody watching you? In a quiet gym where no one's saying it's the worst.
4: Oh. Wait, you guys explain that because I'm just learning about this. So when you do scenes like that, is there no music or where's the music?
3: No, usually it, they'll cue playback and it'll be completely unrelated song. That's and what does actually that mean? Playback be cue playback.
4: Explain that. They'll
5: play music, but no one else is dancing and no one else is talking. And the camera's on you just doing...
4: Oh, <gasps> no. Horrifying.
5: Yeah. Like, hopefully there's a choreographer, you know, that, like, at least gives you something.
4: I feel like Whoa, that- oh, Wait, so you might have to be dancing... On your Zoom-in, you might have to be dancing alone? You never
5: know. Oh, God. Certainly not in a loud, crowded party. It's silent in with your, a little... Yeah.
3: Even like if you're like, I know with Kelly's, she was in like a three shot of her and some people, I didn't know the, these were actually like background actors and me just trying to dance. But I think that choreographed, that was choreographed by Tori and Shannon, if I recall correctly, because they were into that shuffle slide, whatever that was, and they were really good at it. But I think that they choreographed that for the whole scene
4: for everybody. That's how that happened.
5: People were doing that at the time. I remember going, I don't know, weddings or parties or whatever. I've
4: seen that, Dan. Yeah. yeah. But maybe I just knew it from 90210. I tried so hard
3: to do it, and I've never been able to do it. It's embarrassing. I can't do the shuffle.
5: But it brought the schools together. But...
3: <laughs> That's all that really
4: mattered. And, and, in, and in doing so, all was well. Yeah. And then it was tied up with a nice little 90210 bow.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, wait, before we go, you guys, the other thing that totally took me back. And I don't know if you have to tell me if your kids. Okay. So when, cause we're all the same age. So at the eighth grade dance or the prom or whatever, like that is how you slow dance back then. Remember you just like the girl would put her arms around the boy's yeah. neck. Yeah. And and then the boy would like have their arms around the hips and like it was just that just rocking back and forth like is that how kids do that now i, I think I, that's gone i want gone. to
3: believe that that that's uh, yes <laughs> i know
4: i think it's gone My, That's how think they do kids it dance <laughs> i don't think they do that but it was alive and well no there's a in, lot more um,
3: body contact now and there's a there's like a back to front position that's very popular with the kids these days back to f- Right. Like you know, like what does that turn mean? Butt into the
4: guy. Spoony? Like a don't spoon? Like that. I don't like that movie. Like they hey, like, I have two daughters. Like I don't like that at all. Yeah. Is slow dancing even around anymore? Like I feel like at proms do they play no, my the kid, songs my daughter went to homecoming this year and, and
3: she was so bummed because she this was like her first big school dance experience and she wanted it to yeah. be like she'd seen it in the movies. Right. But that nobody slow danced and they all just like mosh pit. That's what my niece said. They just slam like, into each all other. In a pit
4: together. <laughs> Sounds fun. This poor kid. Cool.
5: They're too cool I for think slow this dance. This
4: went out with the 90s, as much as I hate to admit it. Because that was like, remember back in the day? That was like, oh my God, Tommy asked me to slow dance. Like, holy bleep. Like, that was like a big deal. That's remember Stairway to Heaven? Do you guys remember stairway to heaven you if you got stuck with the wrong person on stairway to heaven you were hosed because it's like a nine minute song <laughs> it's oh and then it has that like fast part and you're like oh, oh you God. have to do both so and so just asked me to dance and it's stairway to heaven like, <laughs> God, Amy.
5: yeah you need two different you need two different dances for that song
3: because totally, then it gets fast it's so right. awkward Okay, let's let's take a little moment. Let's take a breather. And when we come back, we'll talk about some other things. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day
2: this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets.
3: I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys.
2: Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you
3: can send some to your mom,
2: wife, aunt, and even grandma.
3: Go to Books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's b o u q s.com. Promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210.
2: Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop
3: culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities.
2: Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more.
3: Hosted by MTV, VJ's Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time. For nonstop 90s action, the 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025.
2: Head to the 90 cruise dot com slash I to enter to win a free cruise for two.
0: and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com
3: Okay, Amy, did you have favorite fashion? Poor moments? David. He
4: didn't know what he was getting himself into. I just emailed him, I was like, hey, can you do me a favor? And he's like, Oh God, I didn't realize it was just his like girl chat. Oh wait. Let it fly. Okay. I will say the outfit and you all tell me what you thought. Okay, go. Andre Green blazer. <laughs> yeah, brutal. David, your character was just kind of like a plaid shirt wearing preppy. He dude. was very color blocky. Yeah, it yeah. Was, His shirt was not bad,
5: yeah. But I, I'm looking at this photo uh-huh. next to Steve, and oh, he's wearing like a Bill Cosby 80s. <laughs>
4: so bad, I thought the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> God, we've we told Ian, we're like, why did they dress you so bad? And he's oh like, my Oh my god,
5: he thinks he Luke looks have. so freaking cool, like always, like vintage clothes from La Brea,
4: uh-huh. totally. And same with. Jason slash Brandon, he always looks good. He always brings yeah. the like w- slightly weird
3: button-ups into play. Like, there's a lot of pattern going on, maybe some velvet.
4: Disaster. Yeah. What did you think of David Silver's leopard with, I believe, sequ- I-, I have a leopard blazer somewhere in my closet <laughs> that I almost wanted to wear today. He was full leopard sequence. I mean, obviously he took it off.
3: Thank but, God like, Kelly was wow. like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Did you okay?
4: So then, the other one that stood out—I think it was a jumpsuit. Kelly wore a halter top jumpsuit. Like it was very sexy for a high schooler. Yeah, yeah. In
3: the auditorium, it right?
1: Up.
4: Yes, that was for good. band band auditions. It was
3: really good. It was very Kelly too. Like I felt like Kelly's clothes this episode were perfect. Kelly clothes.
4: Yes. Once again, we had the dressing room scene that's totally <laughs> With ridiculous. The doors with the doors where the heads stick out. I'm like, why didn't they just put the camera, like make normal dressing rooms and then just like put a camera in there as each of you talked. But instead it was like a three Well, because they didn't want to show our
3: bodies. Things.
4: They had oh, to I, devise yes, a way sense. to like
3: have us continue the scene, but not be naked on camera. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so awkward. And it's all one, two, three. They're like numbered. Always, yeah. But at least this time it wasn't like
3: the little outfits like remember the last one was (laughs)
4: so bad weird although cut out donna's outfit crushed like that black dress was awesome
3: yeah i remember brenda's outfit uh white when we were shooting i remember thinking oh that's very provocative i don't yes i
4: thought so too especially when mrs walsh was like you look great honey and i'm like
3: you're wearing a bra and a see-through top over it and a very short skirt
5: so I would be like, hey, 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 go change that.
4: Was I the only one worried during the dance? I'm like, "Ooh, don't bend over. Ooh, that <laughs> move is rough. Like,
5: oh, Wait, you think the clothes were provocative for today, though? Well, a
4: little.
5: I mean, I, I I, my daughter has friends that go out in a bra mm-hmm. and I I can't even believe it. I, I was like, if you ever if you ever do that or and they post on social media wearing that stuff.
3: Here's the, yeah, I just, my kid went to see Billie Eilish the other night, which she had the best time, but her, her, she had a corset, she's 15 and a half, she didn't get dressed at my house, by the way, Uh, she had a corset on, which was cute, I mean, and her little friend had a little matching corset, and then they had their dickies, but their dickies are now rolled down at the top, like uh, the zippers slightly open, and then they roll the bottom, so it's what like lower
4: again. Why am I like blanking? What is It's like that? the mechanic that? pants, you know,
3: oh, the work like, pants.
4: OK. OK. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they low waist is back, which I'm actually happy about. But yeah, I'm going a little low. <laughs> but so what do you yeah. guys do? Like, she, was, she said, Mom, like, the
3: craziest thing happened. I was dancing. I was having the best time. I was laughing and crying and screaming. And then I noticed both my boobs were out.
4: <laughs> no. No. I was
3: like, I don't want to hear
4: this. Oh, no! Mm-hmm. Not to switch it, but Donna did have a super cute crop top, which what? I thought, how does she get her tummy that tan? That's my question. First of all, Tori, like was so rockin. In this. T-
3: I remember the yeah. guys we've talked about this before, but Luke, Jason, they used to come up and put their hands around her waist like this, like yeah. both hands around her. They could touch their hands together around her waist.
5: Yeah. And I mean, that was like her party won. trick.
3: That was like the like Tor, Tor, come here. Let me see.
5: <laughs> that's <laughs> just to, g- that's genetics.
4: I'd have to give winning always to to Brandon and Dylan. And then I think you and Tori won the fashion of the episode. Okay. Even though Shannon's white was pretty iconic, but it was. I would give it to mm-hmm. the two of you. And always Mrs. Walsh is the worst. They just, oh God, she can't. Yeah, she cannot win in any kind of fashion contest ever.
3: So we talked a little bit about lines. Like one of my favorite lines was the Kelly line about Cliff Berman in the yeah pool house. That was a great line. Did you guys have any other standout lines that you loved?
4: Nobody does that. Nobody when, does. when you say I no, don't know whether to laugh or, laugh or cry, cry, nobody does. To me, that just I put star 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 star.
5: That was a good one. That, yeah, that one hit me too, but. I'm going to stick with uh, I'm a sucker for girls in party (laughs) shoes. (laughs) I've never heard that before. You're a
3: troublemaker, David Lasher.
4: (laughs) I also thought, okay, wait, before we go, I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked. But all of a sudden, Brandon and Steve are besties with the football guys. When like literally Michael Kudlitz wanted to punch Steve in the face like two episodes ago. I was
3: was very like, like, why are all the guys to like? Why is Brandon in with the jocks
5: now? Like yeah, a how does he fit into room. this? He, he wrote an article about us doing steroids and busted all of us. Right. That's now true. you like him? I, I, I and then I
4: I love Steve on the phone, on the like cord phone in the peach pit, getting the scores. <laughs> like it was just like <laughs> that was like,
5: what, dude? Oh my god, was this pre-cell phone?
4: Yeah. Like in 92, this was 90. Was this, did you say 92, October Mm -hmm, 92? mm -hmm. But this was, I think we had those big brick
3: phones because I do vividly remember being shooting the beach episodes, which we've already been had on, uh, and having like an emergency phone call or like, uh, some, like the phone brought out to you on set. And it was that big giant brick with the antenna.
4: Yeah. I had the ones in the car. Like, so in the car, it was stuck in the car. (laughs) Like, Mm. And, and then your like, dad would scream at you and go, "Why is this bill five hundred dollars?" you're like, <laughs> "Sorry, Dad, I don't know."
3: Yeah,
5: because Kelly, un- Kelly there had was, that. There was no unlimited calling back then. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, wait, Kelly Kelsey had data. that.
4: She had that weird contraption. You know in what her else we BMW. used? BMW. I know we have to go, so I'll let everyone go. But you know what we used to get so busted for back then too? Calling four one one. Do you guys remember four one one? And you're like information. Can I get the number for a round table? And then you're like, can you connect me? And they're like, it's an extra quarter. And you're like, that's cool. <laughs>
5: and you're, okay, you're like, bill.
4: I don't care. I'm not paying <laughs> it. 411, use the phone book. And
3: we're like, oh. you yeah, know, it's so fun to catch up. And it, it's fun to uh, watch the episode and talk about it with you and, and mix it up a little bit. Thank you, David, for
4: doing this.
5: Oh, anytime. We I had really the best memories working with you guys. So uh, thanks for having me.
4: Yeah, David, you're the sweetest. And if I may say, you haven't aged a day. Not a looking day. good. Looks exactly uh, the same. On the DL. But he's you're about looking. to be 50.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending you the hats. Thank you for the compliment. And I've, I'd say the same about you guys. We got that going for
3: us. We got it. We got it all going for us. So the next episode, everybody, is... Season 3, Episode 11, A Presumption of
4: Innocence. Yeah, I feel hmm. like it's going to be something serious. Again. Hmm. Oh, I know what it is. Oh my God. Sorry. It's To me, I know what it is. I yeah. think
3: it might be Seuss Scanlon. I'm excited.
4: It's Gil. Oh, Get good. rid of Gil. Get
3: rid of him. I hope something bad happens. Bye-bye. <laughs> Gil. <laughs> All right, is everybody. it weird ah. if I just
5: keep watching the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't do it. Do it. I'm gonna join the po- I'm gonna listen to the podcast too, guys. You keep doing it. Oh, it's still. fun. We're having it's a great awesome. time.
3: All right, everybody, have a good week.
5: That's all I I got to say. Bye, guys. You guys
3: are the best. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts
2: with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities.
3: There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more.
2: The 90s crews will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's serenade of the seas january 31st through february 5th 2025
3: head to the 90 scruisecom slash iheart to enter to win a free cruise for two
0: hi everyone this is rachel zoe with the climbing in heels podcast we recently sat down with a few recipients of the botox cosmetic onabotulinum toxin a and iFun women grants at south by southwest thanks to botox cosmetic take a listen to our conversation it's so good 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight, a room upgrade,